there. Keys just get pucks deep, you know, play the corners hard, see if good things will happen for him. Yep, we're back. This time it is episode whoa, 71 of Just Dishing It. I don't know why I almost said 21. What are a long you, goddamn day, boys. You're really uh, really uh, undercutting us there. Yeah, a little bit. All little of our bit. hard work. Yeah, it's been a long weekend. You know, Derek had a long one, you know, being the tour managing guy that he is now on top oh, of everything. Oh, else. no, this was a fun weekend. I Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, <laughs> was your, uh, this was your rest and recovery. Yeah, I went Where, to go hang out. Where'd you go, fish? Of, yeah, I went to go hang out with a bunch of 40 and 50 year olds in a parking lot. You know, it was cool. So, get my jam on. Yeah, the jam life. Love it. Yeah. Uh, big, big week for Buffalo, too, this past week. Chicklets Cup was fucking incredible. Shout out to the Pink Whitney, Spittin' Chicklets, Barstool, Mike Grinnell, all the guys there. Amazing time. Um, treated us like gold there, you know, letting us set up the table for just dishing and skate skins. Got to get a lot of good content, a lot of great networking. Um, I hope they enjoyed themselves in Buffalo and our. In our lovely city, it certainly seemed like they did. Um, but yeah, I had so much fun. I can't thank them enough, and it was a great success. It seemed like so. I was pumped to to be a part of that, and uh, great look for the brand. Great look for the city. Toots, the skate skin slinger. Oh, yeah! What a <laughs> what a incredible. time! What a time! Yeah, there all day Friday and working the table. We. I couldn't keep stuff on the racks. I, I just couldn't. People kept Love coming it, over, yeah. loving it. I mean, we sold out of the duck shirts. Like, yeah, shout out there on the duck yeah, shirt, shout out shirt. You guys them. ate them up. I'm it really glad. I, I'm really glad I grabbed one on Thursday when we did stuff at the office because uh, I knew those were those were going to be gone. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing of fucking beauty. Beautiful shirt. More of that shit to come too. Trust me. There's heat in the vault, folks. There's heat in the vault. All right, boys. I don't want to take up too much uh, time here. Super excited to get our guest on. I've been trying to get him for a while. He's a busy man, but everybody, please welcome the one and only Matt Barnaby Jr. Matty, Thank thanks for, for joining me, us, Matt. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It's been in the works for a minute, so I'm glad we can kind of uh, finally get this done. Absolutely, brother. Um, appreciate you, all the support you always give for the brands, always helping us out with skin shoots and, and everything you do. You're a, you're a fucking beauty and a half and we appreciate all the time that you give to us. We really do. Absolutely, man. man. Absolutely. I love seeing, uh, seeing stuff come out of Buffalo and something that's, uh, that's wicked cool. Like what you guys have going on over there. So I'm just happy to help out any way I can. Love it, dude. How's the summer going? I know we were talking before you're, you're doing a little, uh, doing a little assistance with the camp here in Buffalo, at the North town center. Get, dipping your toe in the refing water. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm taking it right out, though. I'm done with it. After this week, I don't think I'll put the stripes on again, to be honest with you. Um, I, but, yeah, you... summer's been great, man. It's in Buffalo. Like, I, I haven't had a full summer in Buffalo in a couple of years. And, uh, you know, it's God's country up here. So it's uh, it's hard not to have a good time. And uh, there's some pretty good players around here, too. So that makes the training really good. So it's uh, it's kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah, where are you? Uh, where are you training up here uh, during the off season? Yeah, I've been. Uh, I work out at. Uh, I've been working out at Cutting Edge and Clarence for a while, and uh, we got a couple pro guys that work out there. And uh, just for hockey, I've been skating at Niagara with, with, with a couple of the pro guys that live around here. So it's been. Uh, it's been a good setup that we've got going. Awesome, fuck yeah, love that. What? Um, 
what's kind of the focus for you this off season? You know, sorry, obviously for the season coming up, did you have things, is that how you approach it? Do you just all around just, you know, stay in shape, you know, or do you like, obviously you do that, but do you have certain things you like to two, three things that you try to pinpoint, whether that's with overall strength, mental, or just skill of the game that you like to focus on in the summer? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think it kind of depends on how your year goes, right? So you know, every year you kind of you kind of go into it with the same mentality, and then after the season, you kind of take some things that uh, that you notice that you could work on. And for me, that would be probably m- my strength and j- just trying to get stronger and uh, not lose as many puck battles and uh, so stuff like that. And then everything else is just kind of just maintenance and trying to keep your body uh, up to game speed and. Uh, you kind of ramp it up towards the end of the summer, but other things I've been working on is just trying to like add, add some tools to the bag. Like my one timer has never been uh, a big go-to of mine. I'm trying to change that just by, I've seen a lot of goals being scored from the one T. So if I can add that to my bag, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always, I've probably told this five times on this show just with other guests, but I finally have you here. I mean, one of the sickest fucking Michigans I've ever seen in a summer league game that you <laughs> subbed in. I do you, you remember that, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. It was on Olympic at the uh, yeah. Northtown Center. An yeah. absolute joke how fast you did that. You were full yeah. full bore. Just ripping yeah, down no, the ice. That was that was uh I mean it was uh it was a weird one too. It was like second period and like you know how these men's league games go. Like the uh, the ice gets all chopped up. So I just kinda thought like ah oh, like I'll try it. And it was one of those ones that was just like butter and it like picked yeah. up right away and the goalie had, he had no chance. And yeah, yeah no, that was, uh, that was actually like one of the better hockey moves I've played. It sucked that I did it in like a 45 and up, uh, like B level men's league game, but you know, I'll take <laughs> it for sure. I'm glad you guys were there. Cause if I would have, if, if I would have had no friends around, no one, like they would have been like, yeah, whatever. But like, no, nah, I'm glad I had some witnesses. Yeah. That was, that was really fucking cool. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I know you, you mentioned the one T and I think we should probably mention, um, I know you were talking about some of your options. Did you end up locking up? Are you playing for coming up? I did. Yeah, I, I am playing for, I, uh, I actually got an email the other day that said, I, uh, I can't announce it anywhere or like talk about it until they announce it. So we got to keep okay. it on the wrap for a little bit, but, uh, just cut that. But yeah, no, I did. <laughs> so I am, uh, I am really excited about getting down there. Awesome, man. Um, so, like, who – give us some name drops. Who are you training with? Who do you like to skate with? And, you know, what do you guys work on? Are you doing, like, three-on-three scrimmages? Or what, what's kind of your setup for, like, your on-ice stuff? Uh, so, I, I skate – like, the guy that runs our skates is Andy Sturtz, who's actually coming to play with me. And, and he does an unbelievable job at, like, setting up drills and, and giving us stuff to work on and making sure that everybody's getting something out of it. And he's also like participating at the same time. So that's a, he has a wicked tough job to do and he does it really well. Um, we got the Harper brothers that skate with us. One's playing in and then the other plays in the NHL. Um, and we got Hutchinson who he used to play at Canisius. He's skating with us. He's a good player. Uh, there's a lot of kids out there and, and like the, 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 the skills range too, but, um, you know, it's good to get out with a bunch of the, the, the local pro guys and especially guys that I'm going to be playing with too, that, that, that helps a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I, I've always noticed that cause even for someone like me completely washed up, right. Like just playing beer league, like 
the summer we always say on like our our beer league team the, our burners team that we play all year round the summer session's tough because you catch teams where it's like oh yeah i remember this team from the winter like we could have an extra beer or two before the game and then if you pop up you see some kid wearing like you mask gear and you're like shit should have done that <laughs> you see a couple guys pop up you're like oh no no <laughs> i didn't I know, know I, I didn't know they had an addition to the roster in the summer but you get some of the college kids come back even club players that are younger still in really good skating shape you know obviously too like bigger junior programs colleges you know on the regular teams right so it, this area is ripe for especially yeah. in the summertime yeah, very. And you, you never know what you're going to get when you're walking into a men's league skate, especially at those nine, 10 o'clock ones. There's some wild cards and, you, and there'll be <laughs> yeah. some good players sneaking out there for sure. Yeah. I know the, the, the last game I played, we played a team with like 20 guys and they they were brutal. Like they couldn't skate, but they beat us like 11-2 the last time we played them and I wasn't there. And then I showed up the last time and they uh, uh, we, we, we kind of got our dudes, our dudes back on them. So it was nice. It was nice yeah. to... Uh, kind of serve up some old men a, a nice men's league game at 10 o'clock and they got to go to work tomorrow <laughs> you, uh, do you do you find yourself when you're in those games like do you have to do you have to tone it down a little bit or is it more like you get ramped up because guys like we all know right when guys go in there and we walk into a rink at night at 10 o'clock and you see a guy who's either playing pro, junior, college, whatever, you go a little bit harder at that guy, right? So is it is it a lot of that where it kind of gets you fired up and you're like, all right, buddy, if you're going to come at me, let's go? Yeah, there's definitely certain times where, like, you turn it on just to kind of, like, just to show them, like, I can do this if I want to. But for, for the most part, like, that wouldn't be fun for anybody. Like, if I showed up and tried as hard as I could, like, that – it just, it wouldn't be fun. Like they would hate it and I would hate it, but there's times where like they bring it out of you and they do go harder on you when you are like, when you are still playing for sure. Cause everyone wants to, you know, shut you down or do whatever. But for the most part, I feel like you got to kind of keep it at like an even keel. Like you can't, you can't try too hard, but then you don't want to like, I don't want my team to lose still. Like I'm competitive. So yeah, right. I, I want to win. But I don't want to – if we're going to win and I have to score eight goals, then we don't deserve to win. So I don't want to do it like that way. But if we're like – if my team's keeping it in it, like if, if, we're, if they're keeping us in it and then like it gets to like 30 seconds, we're down by a goal, we're going to overtime for sure. Like that's not, that's not a question. <laughs> we're going to overtime. So like I can do that and that's what – like I think that like makes it more fun for me to be honest. But uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I do try it at certain points. But for, for the most part, I take it pretty easy. Yeah, you got to like keep yourself honest and, you know, and, and also like that's in a way it's a way for you to like challenge yourself mentally too for like the upcoming season when the games actually fucking matter for you, you yeah. know, coming up in the, you know, in your leagues and stuff like that where you're, you know, you're actually playing and, you know, like I said, where the games matter. And that's it's just a, it's a way for you, someone still playing at a very high level, like to keep that competitive edge, I feel like in. Yeah, it's a beer league hockey game, but you got to get a little creative sometimes, you know, like you mentioned, to get the get the challenge up for you. But, yeah, um, it's great. And, like, especially, like, whenever you're playing with your buddies, too, especially, like, when you're playing with your buddies that don't play hockey, like, that's, like, that's the most fun in the world to me, to be honest. Like, when you're having a couple pints and, and, and you're going out at 10 o'clock, like, that's awesome. I, I have so much fun doing that. Yeah. Do, uh, do any of the guys that you play against in some of those beer leagues, have any of them ever hit you with a chirp that just, like, was so good it just makes you laugh 
No, the I, the one where like I've actually heard a good chirp against like a pro player was uh, was Potsy. Pot, we, we were playing uh, we were playing in the in the championship league or the championship game of our league last summer, and of course we, we brought Potsy in as the ringer, and <laughs> I think we won like seven five. I had two, and he had five, and uh, and someone goes, "Hey, you, you you don't have to play so hard. I don't think Brindamore's in the stands because Potsy had all of his uh, Carolina gear on, and that one that one made me laugh pretty hard. It, I, I think he got a good chuckle out of it too. So I think like the funny chirps like that are those are awesome. But like when someone chirps you for like being a hardo or something, like I mean it shouldn't happen because you know if you are being a hardo, then you should get chirped. But like when they chirp you for just like being good, it's like like who really wins that chirp, you know? But yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I have been chirped a couple of times, kind of like the same stuff where it's like, oh, nice all star, but uh, I'm trying to win. So. <laughs> uh, I think we talked about that one with Potsy when we had him on actually too. Yeah, because yeah, he was hilarious. I, I think I remember because that was one of the games I subbed in with Nick, and we were like. He turns around after the, I, he like asked us on the bench. I don't know if you were out there or you were on the bench for it. He's like, was that supposed to be a chirp? And he, I was like, yeah. I think so. And he's like, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a good one. But he yeah. ended up burying five and they were, yeah. they were devastated. So yeah. I, I think he won that one. I would say so too. Um, <laughs> so one thing, you know, like for you, obviously you growing up, like your dad, right? Matt Barnaby, like, did you, did he kind of like, just, was it always, you were always around hockey and you just kind of took a liking to it? Did he have to like kind of nudge you at all? Or did you just kind of find the game on your own just through like exposure? Yeah, I think, uh, I, I think it was a little bit of both. I mean, obviously he pushed me and kind of want, he wanted me to be a hockey player, but when you were around it as much as I was as a kid and uh, especially having a dad that played at such a high level where you know, on the, the days off from school, he, he would bring me into the rink and I'd get to go out and skate with whoever was out after. And I'd be taking breakaways on Marty Turco at like seven years old. It's it's pretty hard not to want to be a hockey player at that point. So um, he definitely pushed me towards it, but it was inevitable almost, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I always find that interesting, you know, like even just like people with like, you know, everyday jobs, right? Like, your, your dad's a super good lawyer like this you know it's always interesting to see like where people's paths end up but especially like athletes it's super interesting to see like where they go you know because I feel like it's either the like the son or daughter right like the the kid is is like also really good or they have no interest in like no interest sport. at all yeah I've, there's no I've I've seen a lot of uh like I've been around a, a lot of NHL players kids too so like I've seen it like in uh, in certain certain aspects of it like you, you could see which kids are are like who was the good players and and who just like had no interest at all like it was it was never like there's no in between like it's either like he's really good or like he doesn't play it's like yeah. one of the two yeah that's kind of what i found too um so like what age would you say did you kind of realize like you had a shot to just not like you're going, you're playing like professionally. Like you're not just playing like youth hockey. Do you, do you have like a moment or like a, a season in of itself where you were kind of like, maybe you or your family too, or like, if you get serious about this, like, you know, you can keep going. Yeah. I, my, my path's a little different just cause I, I was so small for so long. So we never really kind of, 
thought that I, I was going to be playing pro hockey just because, I mean, I was five foot three until I was 18. So it was, uh, it was kind of a long shot at that point. I was always pretty skilled and uh, I could think the game pretty good, but the, the strength and the, the size just wasn't there. I was just getting manhandled. So it was weird because I was really good when I was like younger, like when I was like 10, 11, and then everyone grew and I didn't. So it was like, ah, we'll see. We'll, like, we'll, we're just going to have fun and kind of see what happens. But I guess uh, to answer your question, the, the first time I thought this could be serious was when I, uh, when I made central scouting my first year of junior hockey. I was like, oh, okay. Like the NHL is looking at me a little bit. Like I might have a chance if I, if I buckle down and uh, kind of lock it in. So I, I've been pretty serious for a long time about hockey, but the first time I realized like I could make a career out of this was, uh, was in junior probably. That's awesome, man. Love that. Because, you know, and I was interested to ask you that because of like the style at which like your dad played the game and stuff, like, you know, maybe being, cause even just watching you, I've been unfortunate enough to be on the ice with you a handful of times. It's like, if just, just to the simple hockey fan, right? Like you said, like I'm playing with Matt Barnaby's son, the way you play the game, people will be like, really? Like it's, it's so like the speed and the skill that you possess. It's just, what do you like, mean? I thought we play the exact same way. Me and him, no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure, I'm sure you can flip that switch, bro. Right, you're, but, uh, you're a few not, penalty. Not you're like a few that, penalty though. minutes short of that. Yeah, yeah, and I think I forever will be because I don't. Uh, yeah, what he had to do to play in the NHL. I mean, and people don't realize like how really good of a hockey player he was. Like beyond the fighting and stuff like that. And I hate giving him credit because he's a loser. But he, <laughs> like, he was so good at hockey. Like he, he had 111 points one year in junior. And if you've met my dad, he's probably already told you because he tells everybody about that. But like to put up over 100 points in the Quebec League is, it's tough. And yeah. uh, he had to change his game to, to fill a role and, and play a long time in the NHL, which he did. It, it definitely wasn't easy for him. Because I remember being a kid and seeing him come home some nights and just, you know, he, he got in a fight with Chara that night and he was beat up. But, you know, he went to work again the next day and he, he was ready to do it all over again, which is crazy to me. But, um, yeah, no, he, he was a wicked good hockey player, too. So um, the, the the penalty minutes are I, – I, he didn't give that to me, but I will say a little bit of the skill and stuff is definitely from him because he, uh, he's got some sneaky hands that a lot of people don't know about. Yeah, you see that, you know, especially guys in, like, that era and, like – like even Rob Ray and, and everything too. Like he was a super good in junior. Like I played in the 11 day with Andrew Peters and I, it was like watching oh. McDavid. Like it was incredible. Yeah. The guy was lighting it up and I thought he was just going to, and he's still goofing around. Like he's still not even trying. It's just like that, again, that perspective of just what another part, level the pro game is and in the, the NHL especially. That, best part of that 11 day with Peters too, dude shows up in the locker room throws on sweatpants over his shin guards, like one one ring of tape around it, goes out there with his old bucket, chin strap unbuckled, and I'm like, oh, this guy's just going to kind of mail it in today, and he's just dancing by people, firing breakouts oh, yeah. to the far blue line. Unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like so many of those guys had to adjust from being such great – because you don't make it to professional hockey and especially the highest level like that if you aren't – an unbelievable hockey player first before yeah. you're doing any of that other stuff. Right. I mean, is that something you've had to deal with through the course of your career, like through junior, through your first few years pro here, have you had to make 
certain adjustments to stay on that track? And maybe what were those? Uh, I think, yeah, I, I think it's just kind of taking over the role that, that is the, the best opportunity for you at the time. So um, I, I haven't had to really change my game too much, thankfully, but um, I will say like when I came to pro, I, I've made more of a focus on, on playing defense a lot more, which is something I, I, I tended to not do in my past, but I think just playing a more 200 foot game because there, there's less stuff that you can get away with. So um, I think just trying to trying to be a guy that your coach can trust is is the biggest thing. And um, yeah, but I, I haven't had to change my game too much, which is nice. I'm not I'm not going out and fighting the right. the heavyweights, yeah. thankfully. Cause <laughs> I, I don't know if I do as well as my dad. I got the reach, but uh, we're still working on the strength. So, but I, I'm not afraid to throw them. Just not as. Uh, as high volume as he was throwing them. Like he was looking for one every day. He's cruising the, the, the red line and warmups trying to find a fight where I'm just trying to stick handle the puck and, and warm my hands up. So uh, a little bit different there, but uh, no, still, still the same guy still playing the same, trying to dance out there, but uh, maybe I'll have to change the role soon. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Never know. Right. Did he yeah, ever, uh, did, did he give you some, some good tools on, you know, how to get some good chirps going. Cause I know he was extremely known for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Me, me and him have some good, uh, some good goes at each other. So yeah, he, he's <laughs> definitely chirp. He's definitely taught me how to chirp by probably chirping me. So, you know, he, he didn't really give me a choice. He, he's my hardest <laughs> critic by a long shot. So um, I got to deal with that guy. So there's no one really on the ice that can uh, break me mentally. Yeah. That was just, that was what I was going to follow up with. I mean, obviously you get asked about that a ton, but, do you find motivation in that where it's like, I don't know, people just, you know, always will want to ask you about your dad and, and stories about him or does that give you like some of what of like a healthy chip on your shoulder, you think, to like make your own way and, and you know, your own career? Yeah, I, th I think uh, it, it's kind of split because I don't mind people asking about my dad. Like I know he was a he was a pretty well-known figure in the game and um, people want to know about him. So that, that doesn't bother me too much, but, uh, yeah, it definitely gives you some motivation to want to carve out your own path and, and do your own things. So people are talking about you instead of him, but, uh, for, for the most part, it, it doesn't bother me too much, but it definitely adds a little bit of motivation. Was there a, was there a particular player when you were a kid in those NHL locker rooms, like, you know, meeting all the guys going out there on the ice, was there one guy that you really kind of latched onto or looked up to and kind of tried to play like him? Um, probably not like uh, a guy that I wanted to like model my game after or anything like that. Cause I was just so young. So I, I wasn't even really paying attention to that too much, but, um, someone that like was really cool with me was, uh, Jeff Halpern. And just like a, qu a quick story about him was just like me being a kid and, and being in the rock in, in the locker room. It's like, it's the coolest thing ever. Like when you're eight, 10, 11 years old, like getting to be in an NHL locker room, it's pretty cool. And for me, it almost felt normal just because I did it so often. And looking back on it, like it was, I had a really, really cool childhood and I'm super thankful for that. But uh, like a guy like Jeff Halpern would pull pranks on me and just kind of make me feel even like a little involved, which was really cool. I didn't like it at the time, but looking back on it, I was like, that's really cool. Like he, uh, I would go out to skate with my dad when they would finish practice. And like, so like I'd wait like 20 minutes until all the guys finished doing like their extra stuff or just like working on stuff. And uh, my dad would take me out there and the one time uh, I, I left, I got changed in the room and he took all my clothes and put them in the ice box. And when I came out, I, my shirt was frozen, my pants, were, and I had to wear like 
my Under Armour home. And I was like, I just remember like being upset and crying. And uh, But he ended up getting me a, a T-shirt from the All-Star game. It was hosted in Dallas that year. And uh, he got Ovechkin and Crosby to sign it. And he said, at wow. least this one's not frozen. So that was pretty cool. So ha- like having stuff like that, like I'll remember that forever. And um, like those are the kind of experiences I hold on to. Did you ever witness any like really good pranks? Maybe not at your expense, but just being in the room, see some funny shit happen with like within the team with you know other guys on the teams your dad played for. Yeah, I remember me and my dad actually got him back and put some itching powder in his jock, so that one was pretty fun to watch <laughs> unfold. <laughs> yeah, so he got me involved in that. I think we set him up with the water cup under the helmet too. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, my memory serves me right. Do you, uh, do you have any good uh, pranksters you're playing with um, at the pro level now? Um, there's there's always some good pranks. I can't think of any specific ones that have happened, but uh, yeah, I've seen guys get their cars moved. Oh, actually, one prank that was really good on me was uh, one of my buddies got them to uh, to open the back gate of our arena, and he drove my car in there during practice and like parked it. <laughs> like outside the Zamboni door and he got <laughs> off the ice early. And I remember like seeing my car pull in and like they locked the door and I had to figure out how to get it out. And that was, that was pretty funny. So <laughs> stuff like that, but pro hockey players have way too much time on their hands, especially the ones without a family and kids. So it can get pretty hectic. Yeah. You, you got a lot of time to get super creative and, and plan yeah. this, plan these things out for sure. That's hilarious. Um, I mean, you know, as, Aside from, you know, I know we talked about things you wanted to work on a little bit. Um, do you have like, you know, something you accomplished that, that you're like the most proud of or, or like happiest that you've done so far in your career that, you know, you kind of think back to and like, again, maybe use that as like motivation. Like, I'm so thankful I got to do this or played here or accomplished this. But now what can I do to compound that? Anything come to yeah. mind? Uh, I, I think ju- just scoring my, uh, my first pro goal was, uh, was pretty cool. Just, you know, um, it's not the NHL, but you know, just being able to, to play pro and, uh, to get that first goal, it just, it means a lot. And, you know, it's something that you dream about when you're a kid that you, you you're one day going to get paid to play hockey and people are going to want to come and watch you play. So to, uh, to score that goal was pretty cool. And I actually had my mom and my dad and my sister in the stand. So. Uh, it made awesome. it all more special. Yeah, it was it was a pretty cool moment. Uh, did you snipe it or was it a little, little bit of a no, muffin? No, terrible goal. Terrible, terrible goal. goal. It was a two-on-one. I should have passed. I shot it, and it went under his pad, and he didn't know where it was, and I just kind of whacked it in. So uh, <laughs> it was nice, but I'll, I'll take it. I don't think I'm going to remember too, yeah. too long from now how bad it was. Right, yeah. It doesn't matter. They can't take that away from you. They look the same on yeah, the score exactly. sheet, right? Tudes, what else you got? Oh, I, I was going to ask that too, like just favorite memories uh, from the game. But uh, what what are you looking forward to the most, you know, coming up in your career? Is there is there something you're trying to accomplish or is there anything in the short term or the long term that you really got your sights set on? Uh, I mean, everybody wants to just keep moving up, right? So I, I think that's, that's what kind of keeps me going every day is just being able to have that opportunity to uh, – you know, to keep moving up and keep getting better and, and hopefully get a shot one day to, to play at those higher levels. And um, I guess that the, that's the motivation for right now, for sure. Who's the best player you've played with so far besides yourself? 
Uh, you didn't even have to say that. I wasn't going to say myself. Um, but uh, <laughs> I figured, I mean, but. Jeez, <laughs> um, ever played with? Yeah. I would have to say Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller, when when we were kids, was he was just a different beast. That kid, I, I think he had like 35 points in like a five-game tournament one time. Like just Jesus. like when we were kids, he was – he was ridiculous. Like he was the best player every time he stepped on the ice. Him or uh, him or Chad Chris. Just thinking back to like when I was a kid. Like Chad Chris was the most dominant youth hockey player I played with by a long shot. And he, he plays in the Blackhawks organization now, I believe. I think he was playing for Rockford last year. But this kid was six two at twelve years old and was just the best player every time he stepped on the ice he, he beat us in the state championship seven three and i think he had all seven points so like <laughs> there were those kids growing up that like you had to watch out for but i remember kells was just he was unbelievable yeah he's he seems like a really like interesting cat like a really down-to-earth cool guy he's got fucking tremendous style too great sense of yeah, fashion he, oh he's kid yeah, drips he, out he, he loves his fashion i i think he's a simple cat too like i think he just likes uh just likes hanging out, playing hockey, and playing some golf. I know he's I know he's a sick golfer too. I think he's scratch, but uh, oh, really? yeah, I'll talk to him in a minute. But he's yeah. I remember he he, he loved playing golf. So yeah, he, he's a stud. Stud. Yeah, how's, speak- how's your golf game going? Yeah, listen to this. I'm gonna cut I'm gonna cut him off. So the last game that I subbed uh, for the the ASAP Mob team that uh, the you know I'll, I'll sub in for. A shout out to Sean Heidinger and all the boys there for having me. It's always Steve a blast. <laughs> the um. So at the end of the game, you know, showering or whatever, and or we got on the golf talk, and I, Barney, I think you might not have played in a while or something. I don't remember, but you're as I'm doing this, you're kind of like complaining about parts of your game. And I think you mentioned you shot like a 78 or something. Like it might have even been better than that. And I was, I turned around, I'm like, what are you, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> the guy's in the 70s and he's bitching. I absolutely yeah. love it. But no, I've been, an I've attitude been like that, I can see why you've played pro hockey, man. Like, it makes sense. Competitive. No, I, golf's the one where it's just I've been playing for so long that I, I have a decent swing, so I'm able to keep it kind of low. But if uh, if the game gets away from me, it can get ugly real quick. So it's not – I'm not consistent. Consistency is is not there in the golf game right now. That's what we're working on. What would you say your worst part of your golf game is? <sighs> As crazy as this sounds, probably from like 100, 105 to 110 yards out. I can't, I can't put it tight to save my life. I'm spraying it all over the place. I'm, I'm getting it there, but it's just no aim whatsoever. So See, that's that's the range I love, dude. I, I love like 110 and in. I like I that's I have so much fun doing that. Get it yeah, nice. If I could just hit my driver all day, I'd be fine. But yeah. the second shot that kills me. Oh, oh! There we go. I lost the sound for a second. Sorry, fellas. Yeah. Anyway, dude, lately I've been—I you mentioned like the accuracy. I've been dealing with that a little bit. In my uh, my approach game too. Like, um, I don't know. Some like like last couple of rounds, I'll be like, look, I'll be like, ah, shit. Like it's not slicing, but it just goes right, and I'm just like, all right. So we're gonna kind of refocus here. I'm gonna go left. Then I'll hit it straight, and it'll end up left of the hole. And I'm just playing that fucking game lately. 
And it's usually the worst game to play. Yeah. Usually the irons is in the wedges is in the putter. Like the short game's usually the best part of my game, the most consistent, I would say. But been one of those summers. I don't know. We'll figure it out That's though. That's good though. That's good. The driver's the I'd say that the, the driver's the easiest thing to figure out. If you can get the short game going, then I think you'll be able to fix that easy. Yeah, absolutely. Tudes, what else you got here? No, man, I I was just uh, kind of wondering about the golf game, being the golf guy myself. But I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of the hockey guys are uh, pretty good sticks when it comes to uh, golf in the summertime. Uh, is there anybody you play with? Any teammates that are just absolutely unbelievable? Uh, I had a I had a teammate that I played with in uh, in Huntsville in the SPHL, Nolan Kaiser. He just retired, so shout out shout out to Nolan on a sick career. But his golf game is incredible he played at uh alaska fairbanks and he like oh no shit this, this guy can hit a, like it's insane he puts it like wherever he wants it which is like the i'm hitting my shots sometimes and i'm like fuck we'll see where this goes but this guy he's dropping darts all day long it's unbelievable <laughs> so much fun to watch but yeah. he, he's a beauty too so he's fun to be with on the course but yeah, yeah nolan kaiser is the best golfer i've played with hockey wise that's a, that's fucking awesome. Those guys that can just fucking chuck them in and put it wherever they want. Uh, and he's a beauty crazy. to play with. Because yeah. sometimes you get guys like that where if they don't hit a good shot, they start spanking clubs on the turf. They're fucking whining. I don't want to hear any of that. We're all paying to yeah, be here. No. Let's stop it. And it's easy for him, too. He never hits a bad shot, so he's never missed. <laughs> I, I think golf, that golf would be the best. Like, I, like I, I can understand why he loves it so much because he, he, it's easy for him. So. Yeah. That's true. Do you have like, um, did you play like other sports growing up or was it pretty much hockey, hockey, hockey? Uh, after like my freshman year of high school, it was just hockey. But up until, up until then I played, uh, I played golf, baseball, lacrosse, kind of did everything, everything but soccer, to be honest. I love soccer, like love watching it, but I'm as uncoordinated as it gets when it comes to running and kicking the ball at the same time. <laughs> Although your... my teammates will tell you otherwise, but I'm a phenomenal sewer player. Ah, <laughs> that's really interesting. Well, that's that the warm up. That the warm up a choice. Yeah, for sure. No need to stretch. Just play sewer. <laughs> Get the static warm up going. I love it. Yeah. Well, speaking of warm ups, it's kind of like uh, take us through like you know as much as you're willing to share your kind of routine. Are you pretty superstitious or like what do you do like game day? Like what's What's a day in the life of Matt Barnaby on a game day? Day in the life. Uh, well, I'm a morning skate guy, so I, li I like to skate in the morning. Oh, coaches uh, whether love it's that. optional or not. Yeah, no, I'm out there. I'm out yeah. there snapping it around. So, Fuck yeah, uh, yeah co coach will be happy. Uh, but, yeah, no, I just I, I do morning skate, go back. Uh, I, I don't necessarily need a nap, but I'll lay down for a couple hours just to kind of get off my feet and maybe close my eyes for a little bit if I can, but. I don't know if I love sleeping all the time just because, like, I, I wake up and I feel lethargic. Like, I just yeah. feel still asleep sometimes. So, uh, but I get to the rink, always a shower, and then uh, hang out, play some sewer. Um, I get I get dressed. I put everything on the left side of my body first. So, like, left skate, left right skate, left shin pad, you know, kind of that stuff. And then uh, I, I kind of have the same warm-up routine. Like, when I'm on the ice, like, you'll have no – trouble finding me at any point during the warm-up i'm always in like the same spot at the same time so um but yeah and then i guess just uh once i tape my stick i don't like anyone to touch it so that's uh, it's nothing too crazy most guys are the same way but 
uh, yeah, once I once I finish taping it, I, and I don't like the blade to touch the ground, so I got to flip it up and like hang it in my stall a weird way. But uh, yeah, n- nothing too crazy, I don't think. I've seen some crazy ones, but um, nothing too crazy for me. Yeah, that's 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 pretty standard for me. But like when it's all hockey guys, like I'm sure a lot of people are or even not athletes are like that's fucking weird that you have to do all that the same exact way that, that might not yeah. get it. But what are some? Do you remember some of the weirdest ones you've seen that you could share? You don't have to yeah, name names, buddy, just if you don't want. No, to, I'll but. name names on this one. This one, <laughs> right. this one's wild. But uh, Connor Corcoran, he's he's a Vegas draft pick. I played with him last year in Fort Wayne, and it's mandatory onion rings for this guy. Like, I, <laughs> like <laughs> he need he needs his O rings. And to be fair, it, like he's a sick player, like unbelievable player. I think he had like twenty goals for us or something as a defenseman. Oh, nice. He, he needs his onion rings. Like we'll be in the morning going to breakfast and he'll get like his omelet and then just a big old side of onion rings, even on the road. Like he'll, he'll door dash onion rings to the hotel. It's crazy, <laughs> but it works for onion him. Rings. So, and I, I've, I've tried it too. I've, I've had the onion ring and I've scored that night. So maybe he's on something, but yeah, he, he loves his onion rings. Wow. That's, that's gotta be good for the chirps too. If you keep that onion ring breath going, you got guys backing oh, yeah. away from you too, right? Yeah, exactly. That's fucking incredible, onion rings. I got to go back to something that that you said, though. I don't think we've heard this one yet, all the, the players we've had on. Pre-game shower. Yeah. Hot, cold? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Are you soaping? Like, are, are you going full on? Or are you just, no, like, kind of waking no, up? No, no. No, I'm just kind of just kind of waking up to get into my gitch. But, like, sometimes <laughs> I'll go shower at home, put my suit on, and then get to the rink, and then shower again. Like, it's, <laughs> it's always a shower. So. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. It's something about it. Just like, I, and there, there's like, I'd say a lot of guys do that. Cause there's been, there's been like, you always have like a crew on your team that's in the pregame shower and it's the same <laughs> guys just chopping it up all the time. So it's, it's kind of nice to get into a little routine. I don't know too. We might have to bust that out for the burners. Yeah, honestly, I'm ready to try I mean, that's, that's, at this point. I've, that's, that's one thing I haven't tried before. Like I've seen people do it, but that's definitely the first one that we've had on the show. That's that's fucking incredible. Yeah, Do you, I don't yeah, know. I I, th- I think it'll like I, I literally I think it like improves your hockey game. Just you're going in there, you, you get your hair nice and wet. It looks good coming out of the house. Yeah, yeah. Like you got like the big thing is well for me. I don't know. A lot of guys probably don't do this, but I like to put just an outrageous amount of conditioner in my hair during yeah. that shower because mm. then it's like it's kind of wet for the rest of the time then you get to warm ups and it's just flowing so yeah uh yeah i got i got a little bit of some weird routines in there but yeah the, the, a lot of guys like the shower now are you able to go no bucket of warm ups i wish no oh. <laughs> no oh. but i i actually i don't know if i would because like there's pucks flying around in warm ups like it's right. it's a war zone in there sometimes so and i've seen some guys get hit but it would be cool to do it once or twice yeah Definitely. Especially with that head of hair. I mean, that's. Oh, yeah. Come on. I mean, do you. It, have... it all depends where you're going, too. If you're in like a warm, cool spot where there's going to be some some cool fans in the building, you might want to show off the lid a little bit more. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it all depends where you are. Toss yeah. a stick over the glass, phone number yeah. written on yeah, the blade. Exactly. You know? <laughs> not in the. Maybe in the NHL, not in the coast. I think you get yelled at if you got rid of a free twig. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yeah, dudes, what else you got here? I, I got a few more, but, uh, yeah, I feel like I've been talking a lot. What else you got for Maddie? Um, well, first off, I guess, um, Fort Wayne last year, um, you know, it looked like 
kind of looking at, at the path here, um, did you end up going there like beginning of the season? Was it, was there a chance? Cause I saw you played in Greenville before that. Like, how's that all work out? Was it kind of one year deal, one year deal kind of thing? Or what was the path? To yeah. Get and, there? And, and the coast you sign, uh, you sign yearly. So, uh, I think, I think the max you can sign is for one year. So you're kind of, uh, you're kind of at the end of every year, you're just kind of assessing everything and trying to find out the best spot for the next year. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I feel like, uh, Fort Wayne, it was a great spot. The guys were unbelievable. So some of the best teammates I've had uh, in hockey. They, it was it was a really co- close group and uh, cool group of guys to play with. So I was uh, I was really happy with the year. I would have liked to uh, performed a little bit better last year, but um, I think all the things considered, it was uh, it was a good year. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I know you mentioned you had a little bit of a you know some shakeup with some injuries, some bad luck with with injuries there, which is always shitty, but. You know, you make the best of it, right? Like, control what you can control at that point. Like, can't really plan for getting hurt and shit like that. Like, you just no, gotta fucking it, bounce back. What's- yeah, exactly. And I think just like for last year, it was just kind of, uh, you know, I was dealing with some adversity, and the, the best thing I could do was be a good teammate and, uh, you know, be good in the room. So, and I think that stuff goes a long way too. It's uh, it's important to me, and I think a lot of the other guys appreciated it to see, especially if a guy's not doing so well or he's dealing with injuries, but he's, he's still good in the room. Then uh, I think the guys can appreciate that. One thing I wanted to ask you too, um, cause I think we hear a lot about it at some, some other levels here, but as far as the coast, I mean, you know, a lot of us, you know, we hear stories about it and stuff like that, but what what's the best and what's the worst road trip in the coast? Best and worst road trip in the coast. It The coast is weird. Cause you don't, uh, you don't leave your like your division too much. You play like a couple games out of conference, but uh, for the most part, you're playing the same team. So like you get very familiar with the teams you're playing and the and the spots. Uh, last year for me, I think I'm gonna be biased, but my, my favorite road trip was Boston. We we went to Worcester last year and we ended up having a rookie party there. So that that was a really fun trip. Um, but to follow it up, the the latter half of that trip, we ended up going to Adirondack, and that just that was an absolute mess. So uh, I would say the best road trip was Worcester, and the worst was Adirondack. All right, what uh, what's a pregame meal looking like for you? Do you as far as cuisine on the day of a game? I know we asked about some other routines on game day, but what's the pregame meal looking like? What, what's your focus there? Pregame meal, it, it, it changes based on where we are. If we're at home, I like to uh, I like to go out to breakfast with, with my roommate or a couple of guys after uh, after the morning skate, and, and that'll hold me over till the game because I, I don't like to eat, like, if the game's at 7, I'm not going to be eating at, like, 2, 3 o'clock. I'm going to eat at noon, and then I'll eat after the game. But, uh, yeah, so I, I keep it pretty light. Normally normally eggs Benedict or, or an omelet and then some hash browns, but that's, nice. that, that's pretty – pretty basic pretty boring yeah there's some guys that eat like at like two o'clock and i just don't i don't understand i i feel like it would just be sloshing around in your stomach but uh yeah i'm pretty simple just breakfast and that's it i was kind of like on the road i go chipotle though yeah yeah because it it depends like sometimes there's a pregame meal and sometimes you're kind of on your own and and they'll give you the money for it but uh yeah i think a lot of guys go chipotle on the road now is that after or is that a pregame Chipotle. That's pregame. Jesus, pre-game. that's that's fucking risky to me, man. Yeah, I I, it's 
Yeah, I mean, if you got you time though. Like noon, one o'clock. Yeah, you know, you're not playing. You're not playing until seven. So yeah, you, know, you, you got should time. be good if you if you get the pregame dump out right. You got to <laughs> yeah. time that right too. Yeah. So it's got to be before the pregame shower. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not that a complete just... heathen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's incredible. Um, so yeah, like um, I hope you realize too. We got a beer league game tomorrow night, so there's probably an eighty percent chance I'm going Chipotle shower before the game. See what happens. <laughs> you gotta let that's... me know how you do. If, if you if you have two and three, you gotta credit it to the routine. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, maybe if uh, maybe if we need a sub, we'll hit up Barney to see if he wants to skate. But I know it's pretty early in the summer still. But uh, never know. No, let never me know. know. Let me know. I'm I'm down to come and help out the boys. We'll, oh, we'll yeah. pump a team. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a dude. That we're in the Harbor Silver Division, so it's you know it's it, it can be a good fucking skate for you. It's not like some of oh, those sure. games at Northtown. Oh, those are some of those are just brutal. <laughs> yeah, some of those brutal. It's either, it's one or the other when I've subbed with those with you guys on that team. It's like it's either like oh my god, this kind of brings me back to like you have to remember like it's just a fucking beer league game because like the yeah. speed and like the pace and everyone's got skills still. But and then there's some of them like the last one I played with you it was like I remember you at the end of the game, dude. You were just like, yeah, if we're gonna play like a team like that, like just just don't call me. Yeah, and, and my but to be fair, my buddy texted me before the game. He was like. I don't know if you want to come to this one. And I was like, oh, like, I thought they beat us last time. He's like, yeah, but we have a full roster. Like, I don't know if you want to come. And he, oh, you, he they was were definitely mad. right. Yeah, they were really shorthanded. They must have been. That's always the worst in beer league, too. Oh, having like, no. have, you have like seven guys and you're just like, oh, my God, this is fucking yeah. terrible. I ca- came from men's league. It turns into a conditioning skate. You just, you, you don't need that. Yeah, especially you, right? I mean, it could be a good thing, but you don't want to be hitting that too hard too early in the summer, I imagine. Got to use some time yeah. off. So what's um, what's the, you know, kind of just round out, what's the rest of your summer looking like? You can take a couple trips or, like, how do you, like, kind of wind down in the off season? Yeah, I mean, now now I'm kind of starting to, like, it's getting not not even, really. It's It's been weird adjusting to, like, the coast starting so late. Like, we, we don't start till October, and a lot of the college guys head back, like, middle of august so um yeah. you know it, it'll be nice it's nice that i'm skating i'm skating at niagara right now and a lot of the college guys are uh are out there and they're all like in, pr- in really good shape right now because they, they got testing and stuff so that that keeps us honest which is nice um mm-hmm. but yeah no it's pretty much the same thing like i'm not going to be not going to be going around too much now i'm kind of buckling it in and uh just kind of training and skating as much as i can so it's uh pretty boring but you know it's fun for me yeah Hey man, you got you got goals, you got shit you're looking to accomplish. You know, it, I always go back to for um, you know, for anything in life, but for athletes, it's it's super particular. I remember um, an interview I saw with Blake Griffin, and he had this. I think it was a trainer or a coach, but he said the the key to success that a lot of people don't realize, no matter what you do, is you have to fall in love with that process, like the process of becoming great at something, and that always stuck with me and. Like, you know, just being a kid, you like, you're just to think about some of the shit people do, like repetitively hustle and stuff. Like I played sports and shit. Right. But like some of these people that win like Nobel prizes for like splitting the atom and shit, like you still have to like work at stuff like that, like intellectually, like the amount of books and shit you got to read. It's fucking crazy. But it's like, it's the same thing. It's just mental 
more than it is physical, like training to be a hockey player or an athlete, right? That's always something I yeah, like to I, think about. Yeah, I think just finding something that you're passionate about and, and you know, you, you get out what you put in, right? So um, I think just, you know, if you can fall in love with the process, it definitely makes it a lot easier. And if you're looking forward to going to the rink and kind of, kind of get yourself to get excited about going to the gym and stuff like that, I guess it, uh, it definitely makes things a lot easier. And I think you get more out of it that way. Yeah. Well, honestly, man, probably the last thing for me, um, you know, it's, I know you still have a ton you want to accomplish as a pro hockey player, but you know, maybe for you know any, you know, younger kids or you know middle school high school like youth players that that might listen to you or pay attention to you right like what advice would you give um you know tips and tricks you've picked up along the way so far in your career anything like that you could pass down that you would like people to know yeah i think just uh the one thing i would say is uh you know you, you never know who's watching and uh i think just trying your absolute hardest every time you're on the ice and uh playing with pace and and skating as hard as you can and, and just pushing yourself to be the best player that you can be. I think you'll get so much out of it in the long run. And I'm dealing with this with my cousin right now, who he's a really good, talented hockey player, but there's sometimes he takes a shift or two off and uh, it's noticeable. So, I mean, I, I'm roughing the camp today and, and he, he was out there and I'm just trying to give him pointers, but j just playing with pace and uh, you know, trying, trying to just be the best player that you can be every time you step on the ice and, uh, good things will happen. I love it, man. Tudor, you got anything else? Um, last question I have for you. So after roughing, and you mentioned to us earlier how tough it is, are you going to think twice before you give it to a ref in the game, or are you just going to unload anyway? No, it's no, I'm unloading. Because it, it's their job. So, <laughs> you know, like, just, just, just like it's my job to go out and score some goals, sometimes it's their job to make the calls. So if they mess up, they'll be hearing from it from me. Oh, I but I, I will maybe like I, I think the calls is, is fairly easy, I think. Like but uh you know the, the offsides and stuff like that, like I, I have no patience for that now. So right. if, if you miss the off offsides, it's your fault. You should have seen it. So yeah. other than that, like it I'll be more cautious of like the refs in the way. Because I've been run into a bunch this week. Not very fun. So <laughs> I won't hit any more refs with a dump in or or coming up the wall anymore i'll make sure to get out of the way but other than that they're still gonna get yelled at <laughs> i love it man look this was a blast i really appreciate you taking the time i'm so glad we finally were able to make it happen um good luck this season super excited for you i know uh, you're going to be announcing somewhat soon where you're headed so we're, we're excited to, to follow you on that journey and uh, really excited for you man it's uh it's a great opportunity for you and uh we're pulling for you. We'll, we'll have to do this again when you're home again in the summer, man. Really appreciate you taking Absolutely. the time to sit with us. Awesome. Thank you, boys. Thank you, boys. I'm sure I'll see you guys soon. Absolutely, man. Maybe I'll hit you up to come sub for the burners. It'll be a blast. Absolutely. Let me know whenever. Whenever. I'm available. All right, homie. Thanks so much. Awesome. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your summer. Thanks, boys. See ya. Later. <laughs>